Black people. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to drboycetv.com, the home for intelligent Black people. Uh, today, we're going to talk about child support. A lot of people are outraged that Kanye West, or, or Ye, that's his new name. His new name is Ye, but I'm going to still call him Kanye sometimes, and I can't apologize for that. Uh, that, that Ye, Kanye West, is being asked to pay $200,000 a month in child support to his wife, ex-wife, Kim Kardashian. I'm going to talk about child support. I'm going to break this down for you and kind of give you some things to think about as it comes to children, uh, economics, and everything in between. So get comfortable, buck up seatbelt. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to drboystv.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I want to say what's up to everybody. Uh, I am definitely your friendly neighborhood finance professor, but also I can be Uncle Boyce in the sense that I'm not just a uh, finance professor who happens to be black. I'm a black man who happens to be a finance professor. And so that also means that I'm 100% B1. B1 means we're black first. Uh, we talk about the black community before we talk about anybody else. We solve our own problems before we solve anybody else's problems. I ain't trying to go out here and do a step in invention and work for, for white folks or anybody else or Asian folks or Jewish folks. I'm here to work for black people. So this is why we're here and this is what we do. And this is why I'm talking about this topic today. Now, uh, let's jump in here. I want to say hi to everybody. Shout out the city that you're from. Let me know what city you're coming from. Kim Clark. I see you, Steph Bell, Max Jerome out of Cali. Max is uh, is a Facebook friend of mine. And Max, I'm going to tell you, man, I have no idea how Max, Max is like that guy that's had 10,000 jobs. He's had 10,000 lives. Uh, he, he's literally been everywhere. Every time something happens with a celebrity, Max will send me a picture of him with that celebrity. I don't know how you do it, Max, man, but but God bless you, brother. And I love you and I respect you. And I'm very, very happy that you're here. All right. So uh, give me a yes or no. How many of you have been made aware of this whole or been following at least lightly uh, this whole you know child support scenario with Kim and Kanye? Not to say that you are caught up in celebrity culture. I hope that you're not. I hope you're not uh, enamored with celebrities. So I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't think most celebrities really care that much about black people, to be honest with you. Uh, and so that, that's why I take it with a grain of salt. But I think it's a good talking point. Uh, has anybody noticed? Has anybody seen any of the headlines uh, about Kim <coughs> Kardashian getting uh, 200000 a month in child support from, Con from Kanye West? Yay. Yay, Donda's son, whatever his new, whatever his name is, they, they change their names all the time. I'm just gonna walk up here one day and be like, My name ain't voice no more. My name's Bo. Y'all need to call me Bo. You know, Dr. Bo. How about that? How about that? I'm gonna change my name right now. Everybody call me Dr. Bo. And if you call me Boyce Watkins, I'm gonna whoop your ass. So don't be calling me Boyce. Don't be calling me Dr. Boyce. Y'all call me Dr. Bo. Debo. What? What? Okay, we got a new nickname, Debo. That's gonna be my new nickname. So from now on, I'm going to be Debo, all right, because I'm changing my name. And then I might change it back to something else next week, and you got to honor that because I said so, because apparently there are entitled celebrities who change their name every week. And, like, Diddy done had about 18 names by now or something. I still call him Puffy, right? That, but, but that was such a weird little name. Anyway, let's get back to it. 
What's puffy? What man wants to be puffy? Nobody wants to be puffy. That makes you think about marshmallows and stuff. Okay, my wife is puffy, but she's not that puffy. She's like thick puffy. You know what I mean? All right, so anyway, let me hop into it. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. Uh, also, I, I'd, be, uh, hit, I'd be remiss not to mention uh, a sponsor for today's podcast, uh, Earthquake Entertainment uh, slash album slash music. Uh, there's a brother uh, who uh, named uh, Fahim, uh, Fahim Abdur Razaz. Razak, I'm sorry, who has a uh, new album out. His conscious hip hop album is called Platinum Shackles. It's sold directly uh, at the URL that's on the screen. Uh, the song is addressing a lot of issues that we address on this platform. The album addresses how hip hop was weaponized to destroy our people through death culture. So how many of you agree uh, with my brother Fahim that hip hop was weaponized against black people? Give me a yes or no if you agree with that. Uh, one of the things when I talked to Kanye West on the phone about uh, his whole issue with Jewish people and everything, which I'm going to just tell you the truth. I, I think he probably took it a little bit too far. I don't think he had to go that far. Uh, I wouldn't give up a quarter of a billion dollars just to have the right to keep talking about all Jewish people. If I was going to talk about it, I would be specific. I would say, you know, look, look at the music industry. Look at what people are doing to our community. Look at who owns these record labels. Go study who owns these record labels. Go study who controls the media. I'm not saying this to be anti-nothing. It's just facts. It's, it's pro-facts. And so uh, so a lot of us feel, a lot of black people feel, give me a yes in the chat if you're in this category. A lot of us feel just like this brother, uh, his, his URLs on the screen, it's kind of a long URL. So maybe you might want to buy you a shortened URL, this is a little business tip, brother. Get you get you like a shorter URL so people can really find it so you can say it on the radio and stuff like that, because that would be hard to say on the radio. But those of you that want to support conscious artists, there's a brother right here. And he's also helping to sponsor this podcast. And I respect anybody that puts their money where their mouth is. Uh, if you'd like to actually sponsor a podcast or get a shout out, just go to drboysfinance.com. That's the URL, drboysfinance.com. So let's get, let's dig deeper into this thing with Ye and, and the Kardashians. Okay, so that's the backdrop, right? Ye's been in this battle uh, with, you know, kind of a lot of people. He's really fighting with a lot of people. Uh, I don't know if I, I can't, I admit, you know, I did tell him, I said, uh, there are things I understand about you, things I will never understand, but I'm not going to try to understand these things. Uh, I understand uh, the black community and what that's what we have in common. You know, we're both two black men uh, they have a connection to the south side of Chicago. Uh, his mama, Donda, was a, um, a a brilliant scholar. My wife, Alicia, is a scholar. Uh, his wife, mama, Donda, taught in Chicago. My wife teaches right outside Chicago. So, uh, so we have those things in common. That's what we agree with. There is an interest and a concern for the black community. I shared our core values in the black business school with Kanye. I said, or yay, I'm sorry. They changed their names and stuff. Uh, but I did say, I said, look, we believe in the black business school that black people should educate our own children, create our own jobs and support black businesses. He agreed with that 100 percent. He texted me that's those same words the next day that let me know that the message sank in. And I hope that he runs with that. And I hope he puts his money where his mouth is and invests in that. Don't just say it. Don't just talk about it. Don't just promote it. That's important. That is important. Don't get me wrong. But then, I, you know, let's write checks. Let's, you know, all of us that got a little bit of money, let's write checks for the things we believe in. That's very important. So, uh, so that was one thing. But I did say, I said, look, I don't understand a few things. One, I, I don't care. I don't give a damn about fashion shows in Paris. I think that shit is weird. Balenciaga and all these other weirdos who who just want to sort of accidentally put out ads that look like they're trying to go and, and do horrible things to children. Uh, I'm sorry, that, that ain't no accident, Balenciaga. You you know, y'all you, know who's putting out your advertisement. Stop acting like, oh, you have no idea. Did anybody see that ad that Balenciaga put? How many of y'all saw the ad? How many of y'all saw what Balenciaga put out with that little girl, uh, you know, with the holding the teddy bear? It looked like a damn... Uh, did the teddy bear need to be on a porn site or something? Like, how many of y'all saw that? That was crazy. 
And then they <clears throat> and then they threw in that whole other nasty stuff that they threw in it that with the legal documents that just happened to be from a, a famous case involving like harming children. I'm not gonna say too many words. I don't want to get dinged on on YouTube, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Like that stuff's crazy. So so to me, um, you know, I, I said, look, I don't think I would ever want to be a partner with companies like a Balenciaga. I don't think I'd want to deal with those people. I don't want money from certain people. Uh, I will just tell you, I think all money isn't good money. And I think it's very important for you to understand that as black people, you want wealth. Yes. But you need wealth and you need power. You need wealth and you need control. You need wealth and you need to be have peace of mind. And so making money in the wrong way can just make you have a really bad day. Making money the wrong way will make you have a lot of bad days. I'm just telling you. Uh, right now, just this today, I don't know if y'all saw this, but a third crypto billionaire has now accidentally died. Did y'all know that? Just, just today, <clears throat> I told y'all yesterday about two, but literally just, just today, a third crypto billionaire, a Russian billionaire, I don't have his name in front of me, was on, he's 53 years old. He ain't old. He didn't die from old age, y'all. He didn't die in his sleep from old age. Uh, he's on a helicopter that is known for safety. Um, he has an experienced pilot and he had very nice weather. Now I've been getting my pilot's license and I can tell you, you shouldn't fly in bad weather. That's the first thing they taught me is don't go, don't be trying to take your plane up in bad weather. I've done it on the flight simulator. It didn't end well, but this was good weather. This guy's dead now. You know, it, this is after two other crypto billionaires ended up sleeping with the fishes. This is not coincidental. This is not coincidental. Well, why? Well, because in crypto, the, the whole appeal of crypto is anonymity. The whole appeal of crypto is that it's a great place to launder your money. If, if you're Pablo Escobar-ish, right, or if you are a Russian gangster or an Asian gangster or a Jewish gangster or whatever get kind of gangster, and you want to wash your money, then you put your money on a crypto exchange. I'm not saying everybody in crypto is a criminal. I'm not saying that at all. We know most of the people are not. But y'all can't sit here and act like criminals are not going to be attracted to what you're doing. Now, pay attention now. This is my point. My point is, we, we, I promise you, we're, we're circling back to Kanye. We're circling back to the whole topic. But I don't want to just talk about celebrities. I want to talk about the bigger issue. I always look at the bigger picture here. So so, so the point is, with all money, all money's not good money. So what you did with these crypto exchanges is you took billions of dollars from a lot of people that, that don't take it very lightly, that aren't just going to go cry in their soup. When you tell them that you don't have their money anymore, when they say, hey, we, I put my money on your exchange, I expect my money back. And you say, oh, yeah, I know we told you, dude, that your money was saved, bro. We told you that it was saved, dude. But uh, yeah, but this thing happened, bro. And then, then now your money's gone. They're going to come get you. They're going to come get you. So whatever little money you got left over, any crypto billionaires out there that are watching need to hear this. Any little bit of money you got left, you need to spend that money on security because they're, they're probably coming for that ass. Uh, if I was a gangster and I killed people over, say, $10,000 or whatever, I would probably go come get you if you have $10 million of my money and I'm not getting it back. That's just my two cents. That's just being realistic. So anyway, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. Um, and make sure you hit the notification bell. The notification bell is really important. Also, just a reminder. Um, there's, there are a lot of fake voice walk-ins accounts out here on the internet and they will hit you up and they get the fake voice will ask you to like join him in a WhatsApp or in a private message. And then he'll start selling you crypto or something. That's not me. So please don't fall for that. So I have to, I have to announce it because people are being taken by these things and I don't want that to happen to you. All right. So, um, 
So here's the thing. So with, with, with Kanye, you know, uh, what, what I did say to him was, and we talked for a while, was I said, um, the things I understand about you is that we're both black and you, it, and you, we resonate with poweronomics. And, you know, there is a concern for the black community. And I respect that. I said, but I don't understand Balenciaga fashion shows in Paris and why you would spend money on that. I don't understand. I don't care much about Jewish people. I don't I don't like them or dislike them. I just don't think about them. I, I think about my, um, you know, my people. I'm not thinking about Jewish people, just like the Jewish people ain't thinking about me most of the time, uh, unless they're coming over to the black community, trying to go make some money. But that's okay. You can't knock it. I, I, if I could make money from them, I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, if I could create Jewish entertainment television and get their people to all watch <laughs> programming that I create, telling them what Jewish culture is supposed to be, yeah, I'd, I'd take that billion dollar bag. It's we suckers for even letting them do that. Y'all suckers for letting them even letting other people even own BET and market that to you, you and your family. Just seriously, that's that's the thing. We're the suckers in this game. Uh, but then the third thing I remember saying, you know, when, when Ye and I did talk was I said, I don't I wouldn't marry a Kardashian. I said, I honestly admit I would never marry a Kardashian because, you know, because that's that's a that's the biggest business deal you'll ever make. You know, like the partnership that Ye had with Adidas was big. It was massive. A lot of people don't understand. Adidas did not want to just fire him. He ain't like some regular black employee that companies will fire because you you smelled like weed when you came to your job or you didn't show up to work on time. No, no, no. Ye was driving the Adidas bus. Like getting like like one like think of it like a car. If you're in a car and the car's got too much weight in the car, or let's say an airplane, airplanes they have too much weight, they go down. That's how Aaliyah's plane went down. It's because of the weight, right? So and they tell us about weight in my flight training. They talk. They always talk about weight. You got to check the weight of the plane. So the plane's too heavy, and you got too much stuff in there. You got to unload some stuff. You got to get rid of some. You got to get rid of dead weight. Get rid of the baggage. You, you tell your fat cousin they can't fly this time. You you grab. You put some luggage out to the side, right? But what you don't do is you you don't take out. You don't like take out the engine and say, "Oh, this engine's too heavy. Let's get rid of this engine. The plane ain't gonna fly." You don't say, "Well, well, let's get rid of this wing. This, this wing is too. Let's saw the wings in half." So that we can then fly, you know, and, and fly much more lightly because the wings weigh, each of them weighs 250, 300 pounds, right? You don't do that, right? Why? Well, because the plane won't fly without the wing. Well, when they cut Kanye, it wasn't like cutting dead weight from Adidas. They were cutting an engine, an economic engine out of the airplane. They were cutting the wing. Kanye made Adidas fly. Kanye sold, yay. I keep saying Kanye. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize for that. Get mad if you want to. All right. So, so yay, Kanye, whatever you want to call him, he sold $1.7 billion worth of sneakers for Adidas last year. That is volumes more than uh, Beyonce could sell for Adidas. That was tons more than Pharrell could sell for Adidas. They're both signed too. Nobody knows that because they're not selling shoes at that same level. Um, I went to see my friend and I saw he had a pair of those funny looking shoes that, that Kanye sold. I don't wear, I don't wear those shoes. I don't do that, right? I wear regular shoes because I was. I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. We didn't do stuff like that. But, but I get it, right? He's an influencer beyond belief. That is why Kanye West made 23 times more money than the CEO of Adidas. So the CEO was technically his boss. They, you would think he was his boss, but he's really not. The guy who makes the most money really is the boss. So Ye was the driving force. He was the economic engine behind Adidas. They did not want to get rid of him. They would have given him as much grace as they possibly could. I believe that the outside pressure made them feel forced to cut the deal with him. 
they probably still to this day are regretting it. So, so Ye made a ton of money with Adidas. He made about a quarter of a billion dollars, almost that much money. Um, that is a massive amount of money. Now, let's go back to the child support issue. If you want to talk specifically about that, uh, Ye was asked to pay $200,000 in child support. Now, a lot of you felt like that's an insane amount of money. That's outrageous, blah, 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 blah. But here's the deal. Look, when you choose to have children with somebody, there's a price for that. When you choose to marry somebody, <clears throat> that is a price for that. And, and, and anybody who thinks that, you know, like I, I would hear, sometimes I'll hear guys say, oh, I'm, I'm glad I picked you, picked you as my baby mama because I know my kid's going to be good. I know my kid's going to be good. Well, the, the kid shouldn't be good just because you don't want to take responsibility for your children and you got them in the hands of somebody else. Like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think Kanye, I think Yates, I know he's he's trying to, he wants to spend time with his kids. I'm not putting him in that category. But what I'm saying is that, you know, I know that there are people who get away with paying no child support, male and female, maybe because the other parent feels like, oh, you know, I don't want to ask them for child support. I don't want to put any economic pressure on them. I get that. But if you've ever had kids in your house, how many of you have ever had to raise kids daily? How many of you have ever had to have kids like around you constantly, like, you know, coming in the bedroom while you're trying to have sex with your wife, uh, <clears throat> you know, asking, you know, asking you to come clean up their vomit in the middle of the night. Um, you know, you got to wake up at 530, 6 o'clock in the morning to get them to school every day. Got to stop what you're doing because the teacher called and said that you need to come get them from school for whatever reason. How many of y'all dealt with that? How many of you have dealt with the, just the day-to-day -day challenge of raising a child? Give me a yes in the chat. I mean, I mean, I want all the real parents like be proud because your job is very important. You have the most important job in the country. Mo ma mothers and fathers, anybody who's ever woke up every single morning with a child, raise your hand. Say yes. Put the name of your kid in here if you want to, if you want to shout them out. And, I, and I'm asking you to do this because I really think that sometimes if you don't have kids in your house every single day, you really think that whatever little child support check you writing sort of equalizes the process and makes your job just as hard as the parent who is taking care of that child every day. It ain't like that, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kids are a blessing and there's a reward that comes with that. Children love the parent they spend the most time with nine times out of 10, unless that parent is like crazy and on crack. And then you got about a 50-50 chance. Even if you're crazy on crack and in prison, they still might love you more <laughs> than the other parent. But if you are a normal human being, children will end up more connected to the person that makes the biggest investment. The biggest investment is not a Nick Cannon child support check. I mean, I'm sure Nick is going to write a lot of checks to all them kids and babies, mamas. That's his business. That's his life. He can do that. He's, he's on that stupid TV show. So I'm sure they're paying plenty of money to do whatever ridiculous thing he's doing with that mass singer show. Right. But but writing the check, there ain't no check big enough in the mind of most children to make up for it time, to make up for the fact that when they wake up every morning, they know you're going to be there. When they come home from school, they're going to see you. They're going to see you before they go to bed. They're going to bring their problems to you. You will know things about their life that the other parent will never know because the other parent you just can't you can't make up for not being in the house. Now, I'm not trying to say that it's your fault if you're not there. I'm not trying to say you're a bad parent if you're doing it, you know, if you if you have to do things on the weekends. I get it. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes you can't be in the house. I know a lot of guys who want to be with their kids and they can't, <clears throat> right? They were put out of the house or they're, or they're, they're, or even the child was kept away from them. I get all that. All those things happen. These are real things that need to be discussed. But literally at the end of the day, you can't put a dollar sign on time. You just can't. 
And, and to put the $200,000 a month in child, su- child support into perspective for a guy like Kanye, you got to understand how much, how the insane amount of money he was making just from his Adidas deal alone. If you consider the Adidas deal alone to be his main source of income last year, which was, it was about 80, 90% of his income, like paying $200,000 a month in child support for him is like a guy that makes a hundred grand a year paying $83 a month. Or it's like a guy that makes 50 grand a year paying $42 a month, $42 a month. Imagine, imagine you have a baby with someone who makes 50,000 a year and they pay you $42 a month in child support. That is not a big amount of money. That's the cost of going to dinner at Applebee's, you know, seriously. So, so, so just to give you like a context to help you just understand the numbers, that's just what it is. Now, now, Ye's situation has changed, right? Obviously, uh, the, the Adidas deal is no longer in effect, but he's got opportunities. This guy is a he's in, an internationally known um, influencer. He's going to always have somebody willing to write him a check. They just might ask him, like, hey, just don't say anything about Jewish people. I think that's up to him to decide if he wants to keep fighting that battle. I'm not going to I'm not here to to decide that for a grown man. But but still, there's money out there for him. So 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 I, I really kind of found it interesting when people were like, "Oh my God, this is outrageous! How dare why why in the world would a person owe the mother of their child anything? You know, any money like this is crazy." And I and I I just don't. I have to admit, I can't say that this is how I feel on this. Now, here's the thing that's interesting to me. Um, and actually, before I move on to that, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, make sure you subscribe if you haven't done that yet. Um, also if, uh, and hit the notification bell, the notification bell is really important. So that you'll be notified when we go live. Also, uh, we're doing a, uh, my wife and I are doing a love and money masterclass. You know, my wife is a relationship therapist. She's, she's licensed in this area. She's a full professor of social work. So we're actually co-teaching a class. We actually created a black financial therapy department in the black business school, where we're going to work with the best therapists in the black community to help us understand the psychological barriers that keep us from building black wealth. So we actually have the first ever in the Black Business School, Black Financial Therapy Department. And uh, the first offering from that department, it's going to be a love and money masterclass that my wife and I are going to do starting December 4th. If you'd like to join, just go to voicewalkings.com and you can look for the masterclass. Uh, or you can, uh, if you're on Instagram, you can hit the link in the bio. Uh, so, the, so we're real serious about this. We're really focused on Black wealth. That's all we talk about. That's all we think about. We're going to have a meeting today, this morning for breakfast, me and my wife, to really talk about how we want to break down this training and the material is yours for life. So feel free to join us. And, uh, and I got to be quick because my wife is waiting for me because uh, we are going to have that breakfast meeting. You got you should go on dates with your spouse, by the way. That's a good thing to do to keep connected. All right. So uh, so here's the thing. Right. The interesting thing about Kanye and um, and, and Kim, and I, I want to relate this back to us. Right. Because this is not a celebrity discussion. This is more so using celebrities as a way to kind of dig into the things that we, we think about in our day to day lives. Um, I think that we can all agree on one thing. Right. Give me a yes in the chat if you agree with this premise. Black fathers matter. Give me a yes in the chat if you agree that black fathers matter, that black fathers matter as much as black mothers matter. Give me a yes. That's a that's a tough statement. That's an equality statement. A lot of people don't want to make that statement. A lot of people want to believe mothers matter more than fathers or that kids can live their lives without their dad and they're perfectly fine. But a lot of people can't imagine a child growing up without their mother. If somebody grows up and does something crazy and you say, oh, but, you know, their mama left them when they were four. They, you're like, oh, I get it. Now I know why they're crazy. But if you say their daddy wasn't hasn't been there since they were four, you're like, oh, OK, well, he turned out fine anyway. No, he didn't. 
he didn't. He's he's still he's missing something. You just don't see it because maybe you're missing the same thing, right? If we're all in a room where where everybody's missing their right arm, then everybody's going to appear to be normal until somebody comes in with two arms and you think that they're the weirdo. You think the person with two arms is the one who's actually strange and disabled and spoiled by the world when really you should have had both arms too. Both arms should have mattered. So that's the first premise. Give me a yes if you agree that black fathers matter. Now I'm going to ask you another question. Give me a yes or no if you agree with this other fundamental premise. You guys know I know about money. I talk about money. That's what my, my whole training is in. That I've been teaching about money for 30 years. But do you agree with me that time is more valuable than money? Give me a yes if you agree that time, that time with your child, time with yourself, time doing things you love is more valuable than money. Time being happy is more valuable than money. And if you don't agree, I'm going to explain to you very quickly why time is certainly more valuable than money. When the, the corporate plantation steals something from you that you don't even know that they're stealing. And it's the most valuable thing you'll ever have. They steal hours of your life. They steal hours of your life. So if you make uh, $40, you know, let's say $40 an hour and you go buy a pair of shoes that cost 200 bucks, that $200 pair of shoes didn't cost you $200. It actually cost you five hours of your life, five hours of your life that you spent on the factory floor or that you spent in the office or that you spent not doing the things that you actually love in your life and being with the people that you love. So they took something really precious from you. And by the time you're done on this earth, if you are on the corporate plantation 40 hours a week, you will have given away about 100,000 hours, 100,000 hours, 80 to 100,000 hours. Black people work hard. So it's about 100,000 hours um, of your life to, you know, if to really nothingness. If you don't like your job, like if you're doing something like sweeping the street or working in an office where you don't even want to be there, you know, where you're fantasizing about the weekend. Like, so they're stealing, they're stealing your life from you. Like, this is really, this is why wealth and things like that are so important. Like I teach my kids about wealth and I make sure that we have a long-term financial plan for them so that when they get to the age where it's time to start going to work and giving up thousands of hours of your life, they will be able to make a different choice. They'll be able to say, I don't want to be on that job. Um, now, if they love their job, that's another thing, right? If you love your job, that's a little bit different. I get that part. I love my job. Like So when I'm with you, I'm not really working. I haven't worked for 25 years, to be honest with you. But 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 if you if you don't love your job, uh, you know, then they're still in these hours of your life. Uh, if your kids have a financial cushion that allows them to start their own business or allows them to just go live in Paris for a year, if that's what they want to do, or allows them to go travel through Africa or whatever, or spend time raising their kids, God forbid, oh my God, that somebody actually chooses to spend more time with their children than they decide to spend at an office or at a factory. Then if your child has a financial cushion and some financial literacy, they can figure out how to do that. But if you give them nothing, then all they can do, the only option they have is to sell themselves into slavery, because that's kind of what a job becomes. It becomes agreed upon slavery. They say, we'll give you money. You give us hours of your life, and then you let us tell you what to do. That's why I know a lot of 48-year-old people who have to ask permission to go to the bathroom. That's that's slavery. That's pretty bad. I'm not making fun of you because that's what we're raised into. That's what we're trained into. We're bred into that, right? But But that's not the way things are supposed to be. So time is more valuable than money. We we agree with that. All right. So so when you talk about your kids, right, and you talk about things like child support, um, the question that I would ask you next is, what is your legacy actually worth? You know, what what are your children worth to you? Like, you know, again, if you, um, you know, I'm not saying that uh, that that child support is good or bad. You can make your own decision on that. But 
But what is it really worth? You know, if somebody is giving time, right, hundreds, thousands of hours to raising your kids, how much should you pay that person? How, how important is that to you? You think they should get nothing? Like, oh, well, man, F you. I don't care about you. I don't care about these damn kids. Or do you think that they, there should be some compensation to say, hey, thank you. I appreciate it. You're doing a good job. Here's a little extra bread to make sure that you can make sure my kids can eat every day and be taken care of. Now, obviously, that's not an issue with a Kardashian. We kind of move beyond the Kardashian issue now. I'm um, just to be honest with you. Uh, again, I meant I, I, I and I did, I had to say this directly to you because I just, I just believe in being honest. So I did tell Kanye, I said I never would have married a Kardashian. Like marrying a black woman is very important to me because you know that's just like the most important decision I'll ever make. And I'm not going to be Mr. Pro-Black all the time and then turn around and be like, well, this is my wife, Becky. That would feel weird to me. I would feel weird saying, hey, I got to go, guys, because Becky's waiting for me. We about to go have breakfast, y'all. And I'm about to go buy Becky a new Mercedes. Like, I would feel weird doing that. Um, and let's also be clear. You know, Kanye is famous for his talent. Beck, sorry, I keep calling her Becky. Kim is famous for sex tape. There's a very big difference. You know, I, I know that the media portrays Kim Kardashian as this really classy white woman who made the mistake of marrying this deranged, angry black man, right? That's what they're doing. They're doing the whole damsel in distress thing. Even Trevor Noah was bucking up and, and standing up for Kim. And don't you talk bad about Miss Sally. Don't you dare, boy, talk bad about Miss Sally. Boy, you up here talking about. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not saying Kim Kardashian. I mean, she's, she's great. She's obviously, she's got to be brilliant. I mean, I, I'm serious. Like, how do you make a billion dollars with no talent? I mean, other than your the talent you have in the bedroom that um, that a billion women have, right? Like, there are many, many regular women, the quiet girls. You got to look, look, be careful with the quiet ones. The many quiet, very quiet, polite women that you see in church every Sunday who are probably 100 times better in the bedroom than Kim Kardashian could ever be. I never saw that tape. I just heard it wasn't that good. But so, so, so it's not as if there's anything that she really actually accomplished that really put her on the map. Now she's accomplished things since then. Like since then, I think she went to law school and, and she's using her platform in ways that, you know, sometimes are questionable, but sometimes they're, they're beneficial, right? Mass incarceration. I get that, but, but there's a difference, right? And, and I, I really find it hilarious. Uh, I, I know a guy named J Jamarlin Martin and Jamarlin used to run this site called Bossup. Does anybody remember Bossup? Uh, it's called, I think it's what it's called mobile them now or something. But remember Bossup? Well, Kim Kardashian first got famous on Bossup. And uh, one of the things about Kim that I did not know was that Kim was masterfully good at making herself into a um, an untalented socialite. She was masterfully good at keeping herself in the headlines. And she was very ambitious about it. Uh, a lot of people don't know that Kim actually used to intern, if I'm not mistaken, with Paris Hilton, another white woman who was really famous for doing absolutely nothing. I, I, I don't know how they do it. They just call the paparazzi and say, hi, I'm going to be eating dinner at this restaurant at eight o'clock. Make sure you show up and I'm going to act like I'm surprised. And I didn't like I don't know you guys are coming. And then I want you to take lots of pictures and then sell those pictures and then give me half the money or whatever. Right. So so Kim Kardashian learned from the best. And she used to call Bossip up every day. And she would say, hey, this celebrity called me a dirty slut. Can you put that on the headline? Like, like literally, it was kind of crazy. Like when when I kind of got a sense of how she marketed herself, um, it was really fascinating. And, and, and I remember watching the origins of Kanye's career. And Kanye was interesting because he was extremely, extremely confident 
Um, to the point of um, honestly, a little there was a little arrogance there. I, I don't like arrogance, to be honest with you. I, I, that's not my style. That's not something I, I I get it. I know hip hop teaches us that the best thing you can do is as a rapper is brag about how you're better than other people and how great you are. I don't think you have to do that. I think if you're truly great at what you do, you don't have to brag about yourself. Other people will brag for you. Other people will let the world know how great you are and your work will speak for itself. Uh, unfortunately, in hip hop, we have a culture of what I would call blowhardiness. We have a lot of blowhards in hip hop. I'm not saying Kanye's one of them. You can make your own decision about that. But uh, I don't really want to sit here and listen. You know, I, I, I remember when hip hop had guys like KRS-One, who uh, was very confident. KRS is nobody's punk, but he was boastful for the community. He was strong for the community. He brought energy for the community. He wasn't sitting up there saying that I'm better than everybody listening to this music and I'm richer than you and I'm shining more than you are and my life is better than you. I don't like that stuff at all. But Kanye had a lot of confidence for good reason because he had a lot of talent and his talent rose him up to the top. And his talent is what got him through a lot of controversies when he became Mr. Trump supporter. Uh, everybody got mad, but they only got mad until they came out with another album. So his talent is iconic at that very high level. Um, Kim does not have that, right? So they're very different animals. Their lives are very different. Uh, if Kim Kardashian were a black woman, she never would have been able to become Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian was able to benefit from black culture and marry, and they married all these black men. It's kind of weird how they have this obsession with rappers. But it, but if she were a black woman doing the exact same thing, she never would have become this big socialite that she is today. Um, she would just be another porn star. Uh, if you don't believe me, go ask Montana Fishburn, Larry Fishburn's daughter, who used to hang out with Kim uh, when they were teenagers and then decided she wanted to copy Kim's model of success. It did not work for Montana. Montana is not a socialite. Montana is still at, at her therapist's office working through whatever trauma she experienced by going into that terrible industry. So uh, with that being said, you know, I, I think that, you know, just going back to the whole child support issue, though. You know, I, I really think that in general, um, the child support issue is is misconstrued a lot. Uh, and, and also, I think that it's important for you to understand that how you shape your relationships and who you choose to shape them with will have a huge impact on your financial destiny. Uh, if you are uh, marrying somebody that you're going to eventually divorce uh, and someone who's going to zap you of your wealth, then what is going to happen is that when you get um when, when you build your wealth a lot of that wealth is going to be taken by lawyers a lot of that wealth is also going to be taken by things like child support um children and family are the biggest investment that you'll ever make uh they are not just financially expensive but they're also emotionally expensive and if i were in control of the entire black public school system across this country i would train every child in our community on how to appropriately choose a spouse and how to appropriately raise a family. Because if you choose the wrong spouse or choose the wrong baby mama, or you got kids splattered all over the country, then guess what? That you are shooting a big hole in your wealth plan. You are building a boat with a gigantic hole in the bottom, and that motherfucker is going to probably sink. You're, you're, it's probably not gonna go, go well for you because you're not, you don't have $100, $200 million in the bank like Kanye West. You're a regular dude trying to, you know, save the money that you're making working at FedEx or UPS or, or or your corporate job. That's just the reality. 
you know, uh, and but the same time, same thing is true for women. Uh, a lot of people give uh, the late Kevin Samuels a lot of flack. Uh, and I think that that's some of that's accurate because I think that he was a little harsh on women. I think that I, th I don't think he had to be that hard on women. But one of the things that he did communicate before he passed was the value of your womb. And that if you're sharing that with just any and everybody that buys you a bag of Cheetos, then you're devaluing what God gave you. You're putting yourself in a scenario where uh, you're not one of the single mom moms that's kicking ass, taking names and doing well. You become one of the single moms who's struggling and having a hard time paying the bills because you chose the wrong business partner to begin with. You chose to lay down and have kids with a guy or men that weren't worthy of what you were offering them. And next thing you know, your children are sitting there saying, why is my daddy not here? Well, because mama didn't vet the man before she let him come into that space. It's not, I mean, I get it. Everybody makes mistakes. We all look back on our relationships and say, Dan, what was I thinking? That was so stupid. But, you know, and, and love is a tricky process. Like, like God will just play game. Mother nature just tricks you, right? Makes you think somebody is something that they're not or whatever. So there's the reality, though. I'm old school with it. You know, in, in, that, in that regard, I'm a little old school in the sense that I say, you know, there's no replacement for time. Remember, a few minutes ago, I asked you, uh, is time more valuable than money? Well, you all, most of you said yes. Well, the thing is that there's no replacement for taking your time to get to know somebody. If somebody is a lying, dirty, creepy asshole that's that's hiding something, if you give it more time, then eventually you'll start seeing the things that you need to see to know, okay, this ain't the person for me to invest in. This is not a good, this investment of my most valuable asset is not, is not the right one. You know, just like in investing, a lot of, when, when FTX, I'm going to bring it back to finances, because this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about financial theory, actually, to be honest with you, because the biggest investments you make are not financial. When FTX went bankrupt, Sam Bankman-Fried lost $26 billion in about three days. When FTX went down, everybody's like, how could that happen? How did we lose so much money? What happened? You know what happened? You know what happened? He was able to scam all these people because they did not take the time to do their research to decide if he was a place that they should be putting their greatest investments. They didn't do their due diligence. That's what they call They call it due diligence. Did you take the time to vet the situation before you went in head first? I'm not talking about spending three or four days or going on three or four dates to get to know somebody. That the three date rule, what, what the hell is that? Oh, after three dates, we're supposed to do it. Really? Really? And you got, you got a whole lifetime full of drama and baggage and STDs, and I'm supposed to vet all that over three dates? Oh, hell no. So, so family planning is something we don't talk a lot about. We just let it happen. We just hope for the best. We just like, uh, just live your life. Just enjoy yourself. Okay, you keep doing that. Go run your business like that. Like, I ain't going to make no budget. I ain't going to make no plan. I'm not going to do no preparation. I'm just going to let it happen. I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> see how good your business does if you just letting shit happen, just letting it all just, just, just happen the way it's supposed to happen. No, no. You, you, you will be bankrupt very quickly. And you won't, you, you're going to dig yourself into a hole that you can't get out of. So the same thing is if that's true for your business, then what does that say about your life? There is no more important business you will ever be involved with than that business called your life.
So all I'm trying to say to y'all, again, I, you know, we start off talking about Kanye and Kim and all that, but y'all know me. I talk about, I like to talk about the celebrity stuff. It's, it's interesting because everybody's talking about it, but then I like to bring it back to reality because celebrities are not reality. Celebrities live in the, a fantasy world. I, I, I was in Kanye's world. He was at the Waldorf Astoria or something. Who can afford to just go live at the Waldorf Astoria? Like, you can't do that, right? So, so I'm not talking about celebrities. Like, they live in a different space. I'm talking about you. So all I'm saying to you is at the end of the day, handle your business. Handle your business. Your business is your life. Not the LLC you started. That LLC might be worth $18.45, but your life is priceless. So how you choose to form connections with other human beings, who you choose to allow in your bedroom, in your body, in your space, in your spirit, that that needs to be vetted very carefully and 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 i'm telling you that those those security locks need to be on 10 because there are people that will slide into your space that will be there to take everything and they're not giving nothing back and they're gonna they're gonna have no remorse because at the end of the day unfortunately that choice was yours that's called accountability and accountability unfortunately is not very um it's not very popular because we live in a world where you're allowed to go through life blaming your life on other people. You're not going to do that here because you know and I know that that's not what's best for you. That's all I got to say. I'm going to spend time with my wife. We're about to go eat breakfast. And she's probably mad at me because I'm, I'm a little bit late. But, you know, I'm, I'm in love with this. And I love talking to y'all. And this is a lot of fun for me. So uh, if I offended anybody in the making of this video, just, just kindly know that I don't give a shit. And um, and I but I but I, I'm open to hear anybody's opinion and I appreciate you very much. And I also want to say thank you to the brother who uh, sponsored uh, the video. Uh, that's his URL. Uh, his his name is uh, Fahim Abdul Razak Razak. I hope I said it right. And he has a conscious hip hop album called Platinum Shackles. So directly uh, at the URL that's on the screen. And uh, he addresses a lot of the issues that we talk about on the platform. And so uh, I hope that you will uh, join him because he actually understands that hip hop was weaponized to harm our people. And these are the artists we need to support. We need to support the artists who support us. That's really important. So uh, if you'd like to sponsor a shout out, feel free to go to drboycefinance.com. That's drboycefinance.com. Also, my wife's Love and Money Masterclass. We're, go we're going to start that on December 4th. Uh, we're going to go do deep dives on financial psychology, uh, relationship psychology, forming uh, how, how to use your money to enhance your relationships and how to use your relationships to enhance your money. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. The materials are yours for life. So if you'd like to join us, we start December 4th. Just go to boycewalkins.com. And we're also doing a Black Wall Street training uh, on December 6th with Cody Ransom in the Black Business School. Uh, that's also on boycewalkins.com. So uh, if you're on Instagram, just hit the link in the bio. It's right there. So thank you guys for listening. If you can hit the thumbs up on your way out, I would appreciate that. And make sure you subscribe and make sure you hit the notification bell so we can be notified when we come back. And uh, I'm going to go down to Georgia. I'm speaking at the Sales Accelerator, but I'll check back in with you guys again real soon. So God bless you. Have a great day. I love you. See you soon. Peace. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees. 
Triple ten. Three PhDs now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Here we are.